Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book. I'm a registered dietitian, now what? Where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Sarah Menzel, one of my first clients I worked with who was diagnosed with celiac disease and who is now studying to be a registered dietitian. I was pretty pumped this past week. I sent a couple of my books to Canada and a few other places in the U.S. It's exciting to know all the places my book has traveled to in the past year and a half. If you would like to have my book travel your way, head on over to my website, annelizabethardy.com, to order one today. Today's episode is sponsored by Jolly Time Healthy Pop Popcorn because popcorn is gluten-free, and so is Sarah, who I still need to get some yummy popcorn too. I just saw my favorite Simply Popped Popcorn celebrated its first birthday this year. So if you want to learn more about Jolly Time Popcorn, visit jollytime.com for more information. A little over five years ago, I remember high school Sarah and her mom coming to visit me at work because Sarah was newly diagnosed with celiac disease and they were in need of a little help grocery shopping. I would have never guessed a few years later, Sarah would head off to Iowa State University and decide to become a registered dietitian herself. I have enjoyed getting to know her over the years and work with her on and off during her undergraduate career. Sarah shared more of her own personal story of becoming interested in nutrition as a profession and is looking forward to applying for her internship this fall. Please enjoy my conversation with Artie to be Sarah. Thinking about you, that's why I was like, you know, your story is so just unique of just yeah. how personal it was uh-huh. for you. And I, and I was thinking about the day that you and your mom came to my office. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I want to hear the backstory oh so before that happens to what you were thinking right. about at right. that time and just kind of telling your own personal yeah. story. Cause you were how old when 15, 15. Yep, 15. Okay. So did you get diagnosed with celiac disease mm-hmm. at that time? Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So right. you were 15. What yeah. was kind of going on for you that you were like, something's not right. Something's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had C. diff a couple months before. I don't know if you knew that. I did. Uh, yeah. I got C. diff. Oh. It was a blast. And oh I, my goodness. <laughs> thankfully it was before it was like super bug status and really deadly. Um, so I got C. diff and never like really felt better from the disease and the antibiotic. Because they gave me, like, the strongest superpower. Yeah. yeah. It wiped everything out. So you had, like, no good microbiome. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. And I was still, had no appetite, um, was still, like, rapidly losing weight. So my pediatrician at the time sent me over to pediatric GI doctor. Um, and he did, like, his evaluation, looked at my history, and was just like, well, I think you have celiac disease. Um, and that was my worst fear because I grew up eating like half a loaf of bread with every meal. <laughs> okay. Of course, bread you machine did. bread was my life. Oh, it was so, so good. good, so good. Yeah, anything that was bread, I would eat it. Um, so did you kind of have a feeling? Did you, were you aware of celiac disease at that time? Kind of. I knew my pediatrician had mentioned it, and he had said something about like gluten which is bread and I was just like man I hope I don't have that that would be horrible Mm -hmm. um so I was very upset after that 
um, not even getting that diagnosis, just like the thought that I could have it. Um, and on the car ride home, I was just thinking like, will I ever be able to travel? Like, am I going to go to college? Like, so it was like not a happy day for no, you. Oh my gosh. No. And it was the same day as the Royal wedding. So I had been up <laughs> at 3am watching the Royal wedding <laughs> and I had to go hear that news. And yeah, I was devastated. Um, so then we actually did the endoscopy. Um, and then I think we got called the very next day. Um, the doctor called my mom and was like, yep, Sarah has celiac disease. Um, I wanted to have like one last day of freedom <laughs> where I could eat <laughs> anything I wanted. Like, I'm just going to eat gluten like it's my job today. All the bread, all the pizza. <laughs> Let's be real here. Um, but I ended up not doing that. Um, so idea. yeah, my mom was super proactive and somehow got me in to see a dietitian the very next day. So we actually ended up seeing three dietitians. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that was a lot. Um, so, <laughs> like, that was a little intense, but. <laughs> but yeah, we saw the first dietitian and I just remember sitting there thinking, being like, you know, I could probably do this job someday. Like. I mean, I don't know a lot of the, like, mechanisms behind it or why this happens, but I'll be able to really relate to people. And so we saw that dietitian, and she gave us a ton of information. Like, <laughs> I was very so overwhelmed. So much that you were just like, yeah. oh my gosh. I was like, wait, so I can't even have something that's been, like, com like not compared, like, prepared next to gluten? Like, what? What is this whole cross-contamination life? Um, so that was kind of like another punch in the stomach like not only can I not eat these foods but I have to be careful with what's been prepared with what and you know spatulas and serving utensils and like cutting boards right yeah. washing your hands yeah. like um so that was definitely overwhelming um and we had gone to Hy-Vee and looked at the gluten-free products before I was diagnosed just so I would feel better and be like, oh, hey, there's like the stuff. <laughs> there is food there out is there, food. I can eat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this was almost seven years ago and there was just like one side of an aisle. I know, and isn't now, it amazing how that's And changed? now it's the whole health market. It's awesome. Sure. Um, but yeah, so we went in and saw, you know, this is what I could eat. Um, and then... Somehow we made an appointment with you. I don't remember how that happened. I yeah, I, I can't remember. I just remember you both being there and just kind of chatting. and Yeah, and we... Because I remember that. It was like a week before we were going camping. And of course, like you need s'mores when you go camping. But you can't have graham crackers. So my mom and I were so relieved when you showed us that there were gluten-free graham crackers. It's like, good, now we can go camping. <laughs> now we can go load up the car. We're good. Now. Let's get packed. We have graham crackers. But when you're 15, I mean, things like that. That's what you look forward to. to. Yeah. yeah. Or like hot dog bun. And we had made the decision that the whole family was going gluten-free. They didn't really have a choice in the matter. <laughs> like, everybody, this is the deal. This We're is this the together. new normal. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we... We saw three dietitians. Um, everyone had their own like input and ideas and advice, and I learned so much from every single every single one of you. Um, and that's interesting because yeah. you, like you said, 
I think like that's great to see different dietitians because mm-hmm. now you probably look back and you're like, okay, well, this makes sense now that I'm yeah, going to be one. Right. <laughs> How it's good to, to know more about yeah. what different dietitians do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, and a lot of it was gluten-free plus how to gain weight because I was losing like five pounds every time I went back to the doctor um and being five foot eight you didn't you couldn't afford to (laughs) you can't be 116 pounds that's not okay no um so a lot of it was how to be gluten-free how to make sure you're getting all the right nutrients and then you know what are those high fat (laughs) foods that you need to be eating Uh, which again now that I've learned it all it just makes Makes so it's all coming sense. full circle like, for you. <laughs> <laughs> so after, so hot transition, you kind of start transitioning mm-hmm. into the gluten-free lifestyle. Yeah. Thank goodness your family was so proactive yeah. and your mom oh was so, and your mom still is. She's fantastic about <laughs> it. <mom> there. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, we're going to do this and we're going to do it right, yep. which is great. <laughs> but so when did you start thinking, okay, so you kind of said, oh, I kind of like this, mm-hmm. you know, as you were visiting with dietitians, yeah. you thought this could be a profession. But what did you want to be before you kind of start started thinking about dietetics? Oh, gosh. I really wanted to be a speech-language pathologist. Okay. Yeah. I saw the King's speech and oh, was just yeah. totally inspired by it. And was, like, looking at programs at Iowa. Um, then I realized it was a master's. And, <laughs> like, that's a lot of That's school. a lot of school. That's a lot of money that I don't have. <laughs> and now you're in dietetics, which is, like, the same thing, basically. basically. <laughs> Spending the same amount of money, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was, like, pretty excited about, like, doing speech-language pathology. My brother went to Iowa, so I was, like, familiar with the area. Um, but then just through seeing all the dietitians and exploring different foods and like learning what quinoa was and how to pronounce it say it right (laughs) I was like oh this is like I'm actually really passionate about this um so yeah I just started googling like how to become a dietitian yeah yeah I got plugged in at Iowa State and started like looking at their program and went on a couple of tours and and the rest was history. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> I, it kind of makes you wonder, though, like, you know, if you never would have got diagnosed with celiac yeah. disease, you know, oh you probably would have went that other direction. Yeah. And it's crazy to think it, about. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and it's and it, it just became more of a personal thing mm-hmm. for, for you sure. just because you were so, you were so vested in your own health. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now you found a career out of it yeah, too, yeah. which is amazing it really is and you stop and look back and mm-hmm. think wow this all came from not being able to eat half a loaf of bread with every <laughs> do you meal need my bread machine bread? <laughs> do you still do you guys make gluten-free bread machine bread do you have a bread machine we did for a little bit i think it finally died on you us burned it out. Used you it so, so much <laughs> <laughs> at a short life expectancy <laughs> So as you were like in high school, did you, mm-hmm. so you just kind of kept that kind of thought of dietetics yeah. and then you chose Iowa State. Did mm-hmm. you look at any other schools or nope. did you, yeah, just Iowa State <laughs> just was Iowa the school. State. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I went for, it was a day, it was called Just for Juniors. It was for juniors in high school to come up and like, I just knew instantly, like, yep. You liked the campus and the program. The campus. Yeah. They were able to make me something gluten-free. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. The one of the dining centers. So that was like, hey, I didn't get poisoned. The campus is beautiful. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so that was an easy decision for you, oh, yeah. which is good. I mean, yeah. that's good because sometimes even that's a hard decision mm-hmm. for people that 
trying to pick what school to go to. Oh, yeah. So now that you've been studying dietetics, mm-hmm. how, like, thinking back, because you're, I mean, you're a senior right now, basically, mm-hmm. and yeah. you have a couple, an extra semester, <laughs> but yeah. looking at where you started in the program mm-hmm. and where you are now, what are some things as a student that has kind of changed for you when it comes oh to just, like, your thoughts about <laughs> being a dietitian? So much. <laughs> I mean, where to begin? <laughs> I think I've I've learned like equal amounts of like dietetic stuff and equal amounts about myself and just sort of my learning style and my like learning philosophy, if you will. Um, I've learned I'm more competitive than I thought I was as a freshman. Really? Um, Yeah, I'm not as insane as some other people, but (laughs) (laughs) I do, like, I mean, I take it seriously, and I want want to do well. Um, But yeah, I think the biggest thing I've learned is just how much science there is in dietetics. I mean, the first two years, I got, like, two or three nutrition classes, and the rest... Biology and chemistry and organic chemistry and biochem and all this awful stuff. <laughs> just to say that make me nauseous sometimes. <laughs> Makes me want to cry just thinking yeah. about biochemistry. Um, but just learning all of that, and I think at the moment I was like, why do I have to know this? Um, but seeing it all come together in sort of like the 300 level nutrition classes. That was really cool to be like, oh, like I remember learning this in, you know, bio 212 or whatever Mm -hmm. freshman year. Mm -hmm. Um, So just seeing it all come together and like being able to apply it to a person or to a disease state. Like to me, that's the coolest thing. (laughs) Like I get so excited when it clicks and when I can remember, yeah, I learned this in biochem. That class wasn't a waste. It (laughs) wasn't a waste of time. I'm actually learning something here. Um, So seeing it all be brought together and seeing it build on itself is like that's been really cool and they told me that freshman year but I was like why am I taking these why classes? am I taking this yeah like, just wait you know you'll you'll need It'll it all come together It'll all come together and it has they were right <laughs> did you at when you did I don't you know when I talked to a lot of dietetic students those two first years I think either make or break you oh for sure you know like yeah. if you decide to keep going or if you decide to not mm-hmm. did you feel like that at any point that you're like I don't know if I really want to do this maybe not this is not for me not seriously just yeah like, just like the nights where you were like oh right. my gosh I have a huge test tomorrow and why am I doing why this why am I in this major <laughs> I could be doing something else um but yeah I've always I've always wanted to stick to it um I remember freshman year a lot of people and <laughs> dietetics were like nope I gotta switch this is not for me um which always made me sad because I was like I'm never gonna see you guys again yeah so um, there was a few people that did switch that did switch were, out yeah. yeah just to something to something different um but no I've I've never seriously wanted to change, change or leave um you know I came in in 2014 wanting to be a pediatric dietitian and like that hasn't changed in the four years I've been there. That's always kind of been where your focus is. Yeah. Yeah. So many um, like professors and like dietitians that I've like job shadowed or worked with, a lot of them will say, like, be open. You never know. You might find something else that you also like, but nope, it's, it's going to be pediatrics. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, so that's what about, what about pediatrics? 
what draws you to pediatrics? Yeah. I think it's because I was a pediatric patient when I was diagnosed. I mean, 15 is getting a little close to aging <laughs> now, but still I dealt with all pediatric specialists and um, just just the kindness that they had and how like fast they moved um, just really made me appreciate that specialty. And I love kids. I mean, I've been babysitting for as long as I can remember. I've worked (laughs) in daycares. Like kids don't scare me at all. Um, and now you have a niece. So I have a beautiful little niece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's starting to eat solid. So that's, Oh, that's, that's the coolest thing for me. (laughs) People food. Let's try something new. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, I mean, having her around is definitely, that probably encouraged me. It yeah, even more. Like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Cause, sure. I mean, we're blessed. She's totally healthy, but there are a lot of little babies out there that you know have either a rough start um, or you know get sick right away, and they need us <laughs> for sure. And I, do you try to create experiences for yourself to get exposed to pediatric nutrition? Yeah. So maybe talk to me mm-hmm. about some of your experiences that you've had. Yeah. So I. My senior year in high school, actually, I think that was my first job shadow with a dietitian. So I wanted to be sure that this was actually what I wanted yes. to do. <laughs> um, so I went to a peds dietitian at Mercy, and she was so sweet and like just showed me everything that she does in a day. And you know, took me all over the hospital, took me to the NICU, which was like the coolest so thing cool. ever. <laughs> I was just like, yep, this is this is where I'm going to be soon. Um, so that really solidified also just like seeing her job and like hearing her stories of the kids that she gets to interact with. Um, that was, that's, that's yeah, Roger. That's we got Roger's busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I did that. I started uh, doing like a little mini internship at ChildServe after my freshman year. And I worked mostly with their food service director there. Um, so that exposed me to like the puree diets that they do for the kids um, who live there. And, the dietitian there at the time, her name was also Sarah, which was fun. Uh, she would like take me all around the facility and explain like tube feedings and stuff to like little baby freshman Sarah. Who, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I got like an early exposure right away. So what is ChildServe? Just for yeah, listeners. so ChildServe is it's basically a pediatric nursing home. Um, so it's for kids with very severe, lifelong disabilities. Um, and they live at ChildServe usually because they require a lot of equipment um, and things that most people don't have sure. <laughs> available to them. Um, but it's it's so great. I love working So you got to see a lot of very specialized yeah. nutrition mm-hmm. and just special needs when it came to Definitely. nutrition. Yeah, and I absolutely love that stuff. Yeah. So that was, a, that was probably an experience that a lot of people wouldn't even ever have the opportunity mm-hmm. to get. Yeah. So do you like that more of that special kind of need kind of pediatric mm-hmm. nutrition? Because you said NICU too. Yeah, so. I go back and forth so yeah. many times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would be so happy doing either. Any, um, just yeah, anything just in the anything realm Anything with peds. kids, doesn't matter if they're special needs or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them all. They all need they all need our help. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I some days I'm like, nope, I'm fully going to go into NICU. Then other days it's, no, I want to do special needs. <laughs> some days I'm like, I should just like work with a GI doctor. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out at some point. And there's GI Maybe I'll do all three. Peds too. Are you thinking like GI peds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. like you said, there's so many different just areas that you could definitely yeah, oh, work sure. in mm-hmm. as a dietitian. Yeah. You can go anywhere. <laughs> 
Any other experiences that you've had outside of those that have made an impact on kind of your decision? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done, I did another job shadow with the current child serve dietitian. So it's kind of cool to get her perspective also. Um, yeah, I think those those two have been my biggest. That's ones. pretty big. That's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> they're they're really cool. Do you recommend do, like when you think about choosing more of a specialty mm-hmm. area? And I know it's like you don't have to choose it because you don't you're not getting a job like yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But I think when you're choosing internships, mm-hmm. like it's important to maybe figure out if there's an internship that would yeah. have more of that specialty. Do you, mm-hmm. so as a senior, do you kind of recommend, you know, other students? you know, trying to do some job shadowing of things that they're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think like all dietitians have always loved doing job shadows with students. They're like the nicest people out there. Um, but I think it's, it's easy to think like, Oh, I want to do pediatrics. I want to do like oncology or something, but you definitely need to get in that environment to see it there's also a lot of sadness especially with pediatrics um and especially with like oncology for example and just really hear like the raw side of it um just even see if you're comfortable in that environment Uh, it's been huge for me like it's I definitely recommend um job shadows whether it's like even before you go into dietetics at your school um just so you know this is like for that's sure what you want to do is yeah school. just make sure yeah because <laughs> that's a big decision number one right yeah so definitely get that experience and I mean just even talking to other dietitians and hearing their like their stories and what they think of the field it's it's really impactful well and I think different um not ages of dietitians but just you know, a new dietitian versus a dietitian who's been one for mm-hmm. 15 years yeah. versus one that's been 30 years, yeah. all will have a different perspective oh, sure. yeah. or a different um, way of teaching or how they mm-hmm. feel about the profession. So yeah. I think that's a good message, too. Definitely. Yeah. So now that you have been, you're in all the fun classes, <laughs> you're in all the, that's what's the, the waiting is the hardest part, is getting to all the right. nutrition classes. <laughs> um now that you've kind of gotten into that, you're getting into the real kind of more yeah. real deal stuff. And now that you're looking at that dietetic internship mm-hmm. that's out there waving hello to you, <laughs> um, talk to me about, you know, what you're kind of looking for when it comes yeah. to an internship and that process for you. Hey, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a work in progress. Um, I definitely would recommend looking early like how <laughs> early do you recommend i started looking junior year okay just to even see what's out there like see the prices just to be yeah, made I aware re- of that <laughs> well and i remember you i think it was around christmas time maybe last year that you were like i just got this book of internships and you should see some of the costs of some of these yeah. and it's amazing how expensive they can it be. really is yeah yeah, so knowing that ahead of time is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start saving your money. Uh, <laughs> Budget. <laughs> Budget, yeah, it's so important. Um, but even just deciding, like, do you want a combined program with a master's and an internship or just an internship? Where do you want to go? Um, I use, I think it's on the Academy's website. You can search for dietetic internships by state. Um, so I kind of look just at, like, the Midwest, um, to see what's around and unfortunately with the fall match there's not as many internships 
but there's also not as many people applying for them. Sure. So that's kind of good. Um, Did you kind of plan it that way? It was a contributing factor. <laughs> <laughs> it all kind of worked together. It was, yeah, it all fell into place. But it's good to know that you can do a fall match and mm-hmm. you can do spring match. So yeah. a lot of maybe, you know, dietitians don't quite know that that's I didn't available. Know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't know that. Um, so right now I'm looking at distance programs. Um, there's only a few that match in the fall. Uh, the biggest one is the Sodexo internship. Um, they actually have a pediatric concentration. Awesome. So they have a lot. They have like six different concentrations where you can go into like food service, diabetes, weight management. That's kind of like all the big. Oh, wow. The big areas of dietetics. I didn't know. They, yeah. I knew Sodexo had a distance. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they had more specialty yeah, areas you could choose it's, from. It's a really cool internship. Um, so because it's distance, I could do it here in Des Moines. Um, if I've moved somewhere else by then, which I don't see myself doing, mm-hmm. but you never know, I could do it there. Um, can you do it all over? So like if you decided to do some in Des Moines, you could do some in New York city, you could do some in California. That I'm not sure about. Like if you found yeah, something that you were that you like, really I really want to go there. Yeah. Could I go there and do that? I know they do. I read they do help you set up some of your rotations um, with like facilities that they've worked with in the past. Gotcha. Yeah, some you do have to find on your own. Um, I was going to ask what the distance. Yeah. Like, do you do I, they help you find places, mm-hmm. or do you kind of navigate that on your own? I think own? it depends on the internship. Um, there is one where. To even apply, you have to have all of your rotations and preceptors selected, which is a lot of work. Oh my gosh, that is a (laughs) lot of work. I don't have time for that. Um, While you're still going to school, you have to. Yeah, for something that you might not even get. So so you do it before you even get accepted. Yeah. And as actually my mother found that out and told me, so definitely read all the information because some of them are a little quirky. Um, but I know Sodexo, they will match you with, like, half of your rotations. Oh. And the rest you have to uh, find for yourself. But I think that's where, like, networking with other dietitians really comes in. If you already have that connection, be like, hey, I did a job shadow with you, or I worked at this facility. Could I possibly do my rotation here? You're probably not worried about that part. No, not like, yeah. really. You're like, I'm good. <laughs> I know a lot of people. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I actually yeah. had an intern that did the Sodexo, but I mean, this was like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And she did find some of her own yeah. preceptors in the Dwayne area. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they had specialties at that time. So that's yeah, that they have that now. New. Um, so I'll probably apply to that one. And then also to Iowa State's because it's close um it's only six months i can get in get out hopefully get a job (laughs) i can can stand anything for six months Mm -hmm. um and then if i don't get matched to those i'll just apply again in the spring um, Mm -hmm. to some more and we'll see what happens you're not wavering (laughs) it's gonna keep happening oh yeah it it will happen how long is sodexo's internship i want to say it's 11 months 11 months so a little bit longer yeah but yeah. it sounds like great, great opportunities yeah, I for you. Really good things about Was there an internship that you really wanted to apply to, but you're like, uh, I can't swing it, but it looks so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, University of Iowa. That's probably, that would probably be my like, dream internship. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt I would qualify for it. <laughs> is it hard? Is it? There's there... It's hard to get into. Yeah, it's, I mean, even this match, I know probably 15 or 20 people who have applied. So it's, 
it's nationally recognized as a very good internship just because they have the hospital right there um i'm surprised you i feel like you need to apply to this internship (laughs) because it is probably got a really good pediatric yeah component great yeah Another good component is my brother and his family live in Iowa City. Hey, we got some housing that we can have. They have an extra bedroom, so... (laughs) You can hang out with your knees. Me and my cat will arrive. (laughs) Um, That that would be a good one. Um, Some of the more, like, really prestigious hospitals um, are very expensive. Mm -hmm. The most I've seen was $62,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I want to say it was a combined program. So you probably get financial aid if you're getting your master's, but that's a very big number. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All the things that I didn't know anything about when I was, I just wanted to find an internship and just get (laughs) (laughs) So it's, but I think it's great that there is opportunity. Like I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. I know it's very competitive, um, but there is some great opportunities out there for dietitians now. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of options. It's, I think at one point I did look through every single state internship because <laughs> I wanted to find like the best one. I don't want to apply and then hear about this great internship that in like out on. Indiana or someplace right? where I never think to look. Because you only get one shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to do your research. It takes forever, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. And it is it is true. And I think that's a good message because, mm. you know, at this time, I think like my mindset was I just wanted to get done. Yeah. Where I wish I would have had more of your mindset yeah. of I really want to find what I really am passionate mm-hmm. about and what I really want to yeah. do and find the best one, like yeah. you said. Definitely. So. I think it's important for students to, yeah, I know you've been through a long haul. I (laughs) know you've been there, you're exhausted, (laughs) your brain is fried, but you know, you only do one internship Mm -hmm. and I think that's a great message too. For sure. Find one that you really want to do. Yeah. Just find something that excites you. Not one where it's like, okay, it's cheap, it's close, but find something that even if it takes a lot of planning is still like going to make you happy and get you closer to your goals mm-hmm. that's the most important thing because mm-hmm. yeah not all internships are created equal no oh my gosh no and i <laughs> i personally would not want to do one that was not in the areas that i wanted to learn more about right yeah yeah well a lot of them are you know community focused and that's not something that i'm super interested in um so i would definitely find an emphasis that you like <laughs> do you so just as a backup emphasis so if, like peds didn't exist <laughs> which that's never no gonna children. happen what else interests you is there a different area um, i mean like you said like gi stuff too i so. really like gi yeah i could see myself doing that if peds wasn't an option mm-hmm. um i think like weight loss surgery is kind of interesting hmm. um we had kind of like a miniature unit about weight loss surgery and it just seems insane like the whole concept but I find it fascinating fascinating. and just the nutrition needs after are so important Um, for a long time forever Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for the rest of their lives (laughs) right pretty much Mm -hmm. um so yeah, that that would probably be like a backup backup backup, backup dancer. <laughs> just I would say, case. what's your backup dancer? Just in case <laughs> weight loss surgery. <laughs> well, and that's another that's another area that has just. I mean, like I remember, you know, when I started, I was a dietitian that had just started coming yeah. out as 
as a area for dietitians mm-hmm. to practice in, and now it's very common. So yeah, and they're ever changing. They're always right. changing. They're so always improving mm-hmm. it and different yeah. options. So yeah. yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> That's why after this this podcast, we're gonna follow up with you <laughs> post internship five years, and we're gonna see what oh you are up to then. Because it'll be interesting to listen to this, you know, after you're done with your internship. Be like, what was I thinking? Be like where did she end up? <laughs> yeah, her, you know, oh for gosh. her first job and stuff like yeah. that. So, which is fun. That's what I think it's fun yeah. about the journey to oh definitely to see how things change mm-hmm. from a student to a professional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, did you see her face? She's like, oh my gosh, gosh. it's getting getting closer. (laughs) And I will be doing this again. Yes, we will. We will. It'll be a much different conversation, too. That's going to be crazy. That'll be exciting. Well, it'll be very exciting. That's super exciting. I'm excited. Well, I look forward to a follow up conversation for sure. And of course, I have to end our podcast with all my fun questions I always ask. (laughs) What is your favorite? favorite food oh my gosh there's so many (laughs) you're stranded on a desert island and you can't say bread loaf (laughs) bread bread from a bread machine (laughs) maybe you'll go back to gluten if you're stranded on a desert island (laughs) i mean probably gonna die then anyway you're like i'm just gonna eat gluten (laughs) (laughs) um oh gosh i really like mangoes I will. Okay, it's disgusting. I actually don't know how to cut a mango. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> one, of oh my, my one of my already to be friends works at Hy-Vee and does like the demos. And she's like, I'll just show you how to cut a mango. I've done this a thousand times. <laughs> so honestly, what I do is I just like cut it into like different pieces and I just eat it straight from the skin. The skin. I don't even bother like cutting it and doing no like bite fancy. size no no I just <laughs> bite right into it and it's so good when you want your mango you want your mango I will eat a mango today <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well then yeah. in our follow up podcast in a year and a half or so Ask we'll see if, if I know you, cut a mango. we'll see if you're taking time to cut a mango yet <laughs> YouTube <laughs> yes how to cut a mango yes <laughs> do you have a favorite beverage oh probably coffee coffee girl yeah i tried going off and just drinking like black tea it worked for like a week (laughs) i was like this is not the same (laughs) you are you are a dietetic student so i can see where you need some some coffee yeah i'm trying to get away from like all the excess fat and sugar that comes in beverages from certain coffee shops sure um and just drinking it more black but it's it's a, work. Trans- it's, it's a work in progress. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Take it slow. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Um, probably mint green. Mint green. Mint green. Yeah, it's a pretty color. I love mint green. It would be nice to see some mint green with the yeah, snow and brown right? surrounding Iowa right it's now. Like a little pop of color. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite scent? Uh, peppermint. Peppermint. Yeah, love peppermint. That's a, that is a good smell. It really is. It's so, like, clean and healthy smelling. And if your stomach feels off, you can smell your peppermint oil. That's probably <laughs> true. You probably, yeah. that's probably something that you use quite often. Mm-hmm. That's a great I love idea. peppermint oil. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. I never thought of yeah. that. So I'm going to have to get some of that oh, yeah. to smell it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> what brings you joy in life? Hmm. Probably my niece. 
What's her name? You have to tell her, her name. Her name is Arlette. And how old is she? She's eight and a half months old. She's so adorable, she too. Is. I love seeing pictures on your Instagram. It's so cute. That's all my Instagram is. <laughs> it's, your, like, it's your cute cat, Roger, and it's your and sweet then, niece. Yes. Yeah. No, she is just, oh, she's so precious. Yeah. I just love watching her grow, and she's sitting up now and is mm-hmm. just babbling nonstop. <laughs> That's yeah. fun. Yep. She's definitely the biggest joy in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for your future. I'm excited that we met by happenstance yeah. and being one of the dietitians <laughs> that you met with. Yes. And Very I look forward impactful. to following your journey. And again, oh. we will podcast post-internship oh, and see where you, where in the world is. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I have been wanting to do a podcast with Sarah as a student because I'm so excited to do another one with her in the future as an actual registered dietitian. I would have never guessed we would have stayed in contact over the years, and I'm so looking forward to what this woman is going to accomplish in her lifetime. She's very passionate about her future, and she's just a passionate student in person, and I look forward to all the great things that are to come for her. My website, AnnaElizabethRD.com, is where you can read my latest weekly wisdom blog post, where I share my current adventures, food I am eating and loving, and the music playlist I create for my fitness adventures. I might also include a really delicious or real deal recipe, and I always like to show you what I'm loving right now. You will find all my previous podcast show notes and links to the things we talked about during all my conversations with my favorite people. And you can also purchase my book from the website. Feel free to connect with me on social media by finding me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.